paintings, fountains, someplace where Americans go to be creative, not diplomatic, like Paris. I'd stroll, see things, go on rendezvous. I wouldn't stay here. Through the netting and closing the court, Jill can see their entire compound. It's a box enclosing more boxes. It has high concrete walls tipped with barbed wire and glass and a square metal gate on rollers. Weird pink flowers spring out at wild angles from the square clipped hedges, and crew-cut lawns fight weeds that want to grow into tall, flame-tipped trees. There are flippant palms, rose bushes, banana plants, jackfruit, lychee trees, and a strange, spindly bush with leaves that fold shut when you zip a finger down the central vein. When their father goes away on government trips, Maisie and Jill stay up all night watching Gone with the Wind. They can't sleep. They usually live with their mother in various embassy dwellings in various nations. Australia, most recently. They still have slight accents. But their mother's in language training in D.C. for six months, and the government pays for housing only if you live overseas, and she can't afford an apartment for the three of them. They'll join her in Georgia, the country, not the state, later. Jill says they got sold down the river, abandoned in the jungle. The horror. They're supposed to be lucky. A chance to see the world, broaden their horizons. Jill is sick of it. She feels dizzy, like a cartoon character treadmilling on a spinning globe. She's never lived anywhere longer than two years. She's never gotten used to the gates, the guards, the language she can't read. Their father learned his parenting moves out of some ancient 1950s handbook. He's needlessly strict and has blind spots you could parade an elephant through. Maisie and Jill aren't allowed to pierce their ears until they're 16, he says, but he goes on trips to the Golden Triangle and leaves them alone in the house. He's been gone for a week. He's due back in a couple of days. The kitchen is stocked with sodas and commissary boxes of tuna helper. The house has a VCR and plenty of toilet paper. But Maisie and Jill can't sleep, hence repeated viewings of Gone with the Wind. Jill reads the book on airplanes. It's the right length for international flights. It blots things out. And there's no danger of coming to the end of it, of being stranded with no place to escape. You can board a flight with Scarlet and the Tarletons and be reassured that no matter how fast you read, you won't hear Rhett not giving a damn until after you land. It'll get you through unexpected layovers, even an eight-hour layover in the Bangkok airport where a trumpet version of the impossible dream plays over and over. The movie of Gone with the Wind is good, too. Nice and long. They have it memorized, and Maisie imitating Prissy makes Jill laugh. When the video ends, the two girls sneak out of their house and hop the pool fence. They turn off the pool lights and go skinny dipping, pretending the guards care enough to enjoy being flashed. The girl's father, even if he knew wouldn't care. There's nowhere they can go. Maisie says, let's go visit Moonface. Moonface is their favorite guard. He likes Maisie to sit with him in the guard box at night. She's taught him to play double solitaire. 
They wait until his partner dozes off, and then they play well into the night. Jill usually comes too, sitting behind her copy of Jane Eyre, and peeking over it, with the guard intent on his cards. Jill loves his crescent eyebrows and smile, loves the creases at the edges of his eyes and the playful snap salute he gives them when they leave through the gates with their father. Maisie salutes him back. Cup, he says. And she says, cup, and that breaks him up. Though the other guard glowers because it's inappropriate for a little farong girl to use a masculine term of respect, and it's undignified for a guard to laugh at a consulate car. Maisie gets away with familiarity because she's young and cute. Her hair is still blonde. Jill feels too tall for Thailand, too dark, and too chunky and uninteresting. Out in the markets, people smile at Maisie.